G'day, it's Mark Allen. About to head down to the ENS Trading Clearance Centre. I'm thinking about a bar fridge for the garage. Don't you worry, I'm going to rinse them on the price. You can guarantee that I'm going to get a great deal. Hope you're having a fabulous break, enjoying the sunshine. We're back on the 24th, but until then, we're playing some of the episodes from last year that we loved. And this was great. This was the one where my mate Biscuit called in and told the most ridiculous sports story you'll ever hear. If you haven't heard it, it'll blow your mind. Don't forget to share the pod with a friend, share the love around, and we'll catch up on the 24th. Has he pushed the button yet yeah, or yes, not? Yes, he has pushed the button. Thank goodness for that. Hey, um, I've got some civil selfishness coming out that will change this planet. Really? For, for the better. Well done. If these people take it seriously. All right, well, I've got some can we still be friends, and it's going to be a really, it's going to be a really emotional one. <laughs> a tearjerker. No, maybe not a tearjerker, <laughs> but emotional. Uh, can we get Ethan over here, please? Yes. I am thirsty. Here is. Hey, boys, ready for some drinks? Yeah, we are, actually. What do you want, Marco? Uh, your acting's got a lot better. Um, oh, please. Could I just get a pot of Great Northern, please? Yes. Yeah, the difference is, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a uh, pint of Northern. Um, the difference is, you'd be acting on Neighbours, <laughs> and I'm on the big screen in Hollywood. <laughs> please. What about Dan? Dan, do you want something? Uh, I'll go with Ox. Same. Yeah, yeah, two pints. Thanks, Ethan. Uh, Thanks, Ethan. You're a star. See you, You're, a star. You're a star. Good boy, right. isn't he? Good yeah, name, good too, Ethan. Ethan. I tell you what, the Railway Hotel... Doesn't matter which one you go to around no. the planet. They're all good. You know, know you know why what they're called? It? You know why, why they're called railway? Because they're next to the railway? Yes. Oh, you, wouldn't, right? you wouldn't believe it, would you? Yeah, that's incredible. You wouldn't believe it. You wouldn't, not, <laughs> I love how you reveal that, like it's some amazing insight. No, you could see well, his eyes people, Some people wouldn't know that. Everyone would know that. Would they? Okay. Is there ever a railway hotel? Yeah, because there are some suburbs, like, you know. Um, well, there's one in Port Melbourne. Clifton Hill, right? Yep. Clifton Hill. There's no hill to speak of. There's no. nothing there. No. There's nothing. Beechworth. There's no Isn't beach. beach in Beechworth. You're right. So is there a railway hotel? There's no ho- sun in <laughs> Is there, in fact, a railway hotel anywhere on the planet that is not close to a railway? Oh, wow. Well, what about the one in Port Melbourne? No, it's close. There's rail- oh, no, that's a, that's, that's a light rail. That's a tram. Well, it should be the light rail hotel. But still got rails. Yeah, okay. Okay. I'll tell you what. If you can come up with a railway hotel that is not close to a railway, yep. we'll get you in to our lunch. Yep. And remember good the lunch. If, if you've got a good joke, we're going to pick out the best jokes. You and a mate will come and have lunch with us. If you can get a railway hotel for us that is not close to a railway, I'm in. I'm in too. All right. No well, the beers are here. Jeez, Thanks, Ethan. Ethan. That was so good. Look how small your little pot is. Yeah, I know. Compared to the big boy pints. How, how many pot drinkers do you have these days, Ethan? What do they drink? Are they drinking pints or are they drinking schooners? schooners. Pints go go warm by the time you finish them. Yes, I agree with you. That's if you drink slow. Pots just isn't worth it, is it? Rubbish, mate. They stay cold to the last gulp. It's only one gulp. If you're drinking them slow, maybe. (laughs) Do you have any old timers coming in asking for a glass or a pony? Nah. 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 Do you even have pony glasses anymore? Nah, I don't think so. We get a lot of um, shandies. A lot of shanties. Yes. I'm at the right place. Very good. How much much is a pint of Northern these days? Uh, 11.60, I reckon. That's a bargain. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. That's not bad. I mean, when I first started working here, I reckon it was like still below 10, but... Yeah. Anyway, any uh, anyway. any 
punch on to you lately or has it all been pretty tame? Oh, it always goes back to fights with I'm you. I'm just trying to yeah. find out. Nah, it's been pretty tame. You've had a few. It's the oldies. The oldies are the worst. Like, yeah. okay. They've been coming here for 25 So when you say years. oldies, do you say is that over 50 or over 60? Oh, over 60, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, so you know, understand the fighting stuff. You wouldn't have. If you heard the last podcast, I want to put this question to you, okay? When do you become the head of your family as a young man? Is it when you are the toughest in the family? So it's when you can punch your dad up or punch your brothers up that makes you the, the, the number one or is it because you're the smartest and have the most money? Which one is it? Nah, it's, it, you never become the head unless it's the person who has the kids who's the head. It doesn't matter. I don't know. So until I die. Yeah. Until you so die. I'm in charge. So it's yeah, like the Godfather. Exactly. So it's like the Godfather. I was going to say it's like the Queen, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, you have, when you have kids of your own, you become the head of your family, but you never become the head of your dad's uh, family. See? I don't know. So even if you can punch the hell out of your dad, that nah, doesn't mean anything to you. Nah, see, this nah. is wisdom from working behind the bar. <laughs> he's only a kid. How old are you? Uh, 22. 22 and he's just taught us something. Yeah, okay. You're not the head of my family no, at the I'm moment, Ethan, but well done. Well done. Let's, let's cheers him. That's uh, some very, very good... Ox, uh, just grab last your beer, just will you? Because we're cheering question. to his... El- last, okay, question. last question. You yeah. spoke about shandies before. What's the demographic of people buying oh. shandies? Oh, old ladies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to taste you. And now you get stuffed, Ethan. Honestly. Thanks, thanks Ethan. Appreciate thanks, it. Mate. You're, you're a good lad. He's a good boy. He was fair hey. too. Old ladies. How's that? I tell you what. You know, it's <laughs> funny because we all love giving cheek, right? We all love mm. giving a little bit of cheek. Mm. It makes the world go round. Oh, but how good. good is it when you get a little bit back? It's even better. He switched on for a 22-year-old. No, he's a star. He goes, when, I st- when he said I started here, they were under 10 bucks. I'm thinking, oh, he must be about 27. He must have started here when he was 14. <laughs> oh, mate. That beer is oh, so how good. good. That the is sensational. Good. The pipes are good. Oh, should we change the name of the podcast to One Bloke and One Old Lady? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, it used to be a couple of boys. I think it's stupid. You've changed. You've, you've you, worded him up before he came on. It's as simple as you, that. I would not ever try to word up an Ethan. Now, tell us about civil selfishness, please. The thing that's going to change the world? Yeah, revolutionise the world, you said. Okay. At the time of this podcast oh, recording... Oh, dinosaur then. No. Okay. It's autumn. We just got through it. And you know what happens in autumn? The leaves drop. The leaves come down. Yeah. I happen to live in the street with a beautiful canopy. The most beautiful canopy yeah. street in Hampton. Have you still got uh, the housing commission across the road? <laughs> <laughs> it's public housing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and it's a, they're lovely people so far. <laughs> and there's done nothing wrong. Must be wrapped with Dan Andrews putting that yeah, over there. Yeah, he's great. It's, it has a... How many, how many arm robberies this week? <laughs> and the valuation of my house hasn't, it hasn't missed a beat. Anyway, hasn't got, hasn't, it done, in, hasn't gone up in seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where they're going to put injecting oh room in that street. Though, right? Can you please stick to what I'm about to tell okay. you? Because it is earth changing. Okay, you've got a right. leafy canopy street Beautiful. in the warehouse right. commission is. So at the moment, I have to take my kid to the station at 7.20. Yep. And then when I come back, we've got a single uh, a single car car. Uh, Garage, right? So I can't leave my car in front of Trisha's car because she goes to work, so I'll leave it out in the street. Clever. There is nothing worse. When I put my car in the street and the leaves have come down and there are leaves everywhere that I hear that street sweeper coming down the street. And you know what happens? Because my my car's parked out the front, it has to go around the car. All right? That is annoying. That's more work for me. Park out the front of the commission house and let the leash <laughs> out up. the front of there. So I'm asking you, all right? This, is, this would be yeah. a simple thing to do for every council. You should be part of some kind of 
text list where when that street sweeper is coming down your street, you get a text at 6am to say, hey, listen, Dopey, don't park your car out the front because the street sweeper is coming your way today. Perfect. I so why that. isn't that being done? I don't know. I'll tell you why. Because the councils are the most selfish people on this planet. They're a disgrace. If there's not a dollar in it for them, they don't care about us. You know... Hello, Bayside City Council. No. no. Thanks for the callback that no. I never got. We, we, rang, we rang them and, and she... Promised a callback. Never callback. No, no callback. So so they're happy to pinch your basketball nets. Yeah, that's they're right. not happy to give you a tweet yeah. Yeah, that's on right. when you can move your car so the street sweeper can pick up all the leaves. Even a text message. I mean, the, the, the street sweeper knows. And all you would have to do is just... You just text it. Okay, you, you just... Make it known. If you want to know when the street sweeper is coming down your way, text us what street you live in, yep. text us a phone number, and we will send you a warning that the street sweeper is on the way. So this is clear. We've just come up with a new segment right here. Well, it's called Civil Selfish. No, no, no. No, no. no, <laughs> oh, no, no it's, it's morphed into it? something else. What have we got? First world problems. Yes. It's got to be a yes. first. That, that is Great. a first world problem right there. Right, mate. All right. Getting well, the leaves... Off the ground in really expensive suburbs. All right. well, it's, <laughs> it is so important. <laughs> All the issues in the hey. world. That's the one. Hey, this is bloody important. Do you, know you know how long it took me to rake up those leaves? So, to, so the front of my house looked like every other house yeah, in the street. Violin, uh, how many? How long? It took me 20 minutes. Really? 20 minutes of wow. my day. Unbelievable. I had to put gloves on. Why didn't you get a blower? Blow up, please. Blow it over to the commission house. <laughs> Someone else. <laughs> Mate, That's you, actually not you know a bad you'll come out. You'll come out in a week. If everyone blows over the commission house, you won't see That's the commission house. There'll <laughs> be leaves piled up. Could just, just, all of us just keep and, on blowing And you know what? They way. can bury the bodies in there. It is, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is downhill the to their place. The <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you've got a first world problem, please get in touch. Well, if, if, if you've got a good one, that is worthy of coming on the podcast, we will call you. All right. Can I be controversial? Please. Can we still be friends? Go on. What do you got? Can we still be friends if one of my friends joins either Hillsong or Scientology? So, hang on. This is interesting. So Now, this is controversial because... Hang on. So, if one of your friends... Yeah. Ends up with one of those groups. Yeah. Can I still be friends with you? No. Can, you, no, can I <laughs> because, still be friends with them? Because I think that's a really good point. If you've got a friend that is considering being part of one of those groups, no, what about I don't think in? I can be part friends with you yeah, anymore. I agree. I think that's how far-reaching this is. Now, uh, you can choose any religion you like. Yeah. As long as it's real. Go for your life. Now... I don't know much about Elrond Hubbard. <laughs> oh, seriously, I don't. I've only watched some. I've only watched some so, some, some Mate, documentaries, and I don't know much about Hillsong, but I've just seen some news clippings it's, of late. It's crazy town. There's some stuff going on there that I just don't get. <laughs> so, so, come on. So, if you join a group and they say we need three quarters of your wage and most of your possessions, uh, and where you do can, I sign? <laughs> get me in. <laughs> Let's go. So if your friends, just say your cousin Nick. Yeah, cousin all right? Nick. He's a, he becomes a member of Hillsong. That greasy little bugger he is. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can remain friends with you or Nick anymore. No. Mate, if, if Nick. If <laughs> He's Nick your Ma- cousin. If Nick Maury, yeah. <laughs> he used to be a teammate of yours, yeah, yeah. and he happens to be my cousin, if he joins Hillsong, you can't be friends with me anymore. No. No. I, I can't. can't have friends that are you going to be friends that. with him? 
No way. You got him you shot. You got to dish the family. You got to dish your cousin. No, well, but that's a bad representation on me. That looks bad for me. If if I have a close friend, so it's not about him. It's about you. It's about me. That's right. <laughs> Ox, can I ask? Is that a hypothetical or is that actually real? No, no, no. It's I've got I've got someone in my life that is a it's converted in. Oh. And um, at 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 the uh, centre? No, not not at Hillsong. At um, no, at, at my hab? Is it? No, no, no. The Church of Scientology. <laughs> no, no, they believe. No. I, I, it's not my religion. So got to remember there's 2,900 religions out there. Hey, mate. So, and everyone, most people have got a religion. If you don't, it's, it's probably hey. rare. But I find it hard. There's a couple of religions I just can't I, I believe in aliens, right? I'm a believer. <laughs> and that's what that stupid religion is all about. I, I still can't cop <laughs> that be, one. You could be a Scientologist. You and Elrond. If, if you're going to line, <laughs> line me up with a religion, that's probably the one you'd line me up with. Yeah, but be. even I couldn't do, no. be a Scientologist. Would you be happy to give up three quarters of everything you got for the betterment <laughs> of Scientology so you can help help them help them get to the What's in it for me? <laughs> no, What's in it? Fulfillment. Fulfillment. Eternal no, life. No. Angels. No. Angels. <laughs> no way. Virgins. No, I can't even, not even if I met Tom Cruise. Actually, he's their number one. Not even if I met Tom Cruise, I think if you met Tom Cruise, it'd be that'd be the final. Can I tell you a story about Tom Cruise? Oh no, please don't tell me. me. You weren't at the boutique, were you? No. Oh god. No, no, no. But when he was married to Nicole Kidman, yes, Nicole Kidman had the same manager as Stuart Appleby used to have. Okay. So they were in Sydney, and Stewie happened to be playing a golf tournament in Sydney. Yeah. How come I don't know this story? Well, it, just, it just occurred to me. It's a great story it so just, far. Just Please a, continue. It, it just occurred to me. All right. So, because they shared a similar manager and they were introduced, Stuart and Nicole and Tom Cruise. Anyway, Tom Cruise likes playing tennis. Does he? Yeah. And Nicole can't play tennis. She's a hack. She's useless. She's good on the BMX. She's a great BMXer. <laughs> yeah. But shocking tennis player. Did you notice those freckles? Yeah, they're gone. We spoke about this. They're, she had a lot gone. of freckles yeah, in BMX bandits. They join but, up right eventually. <laughs> what, until you look like you've got a tan? Yep. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> anyway, so Nicole calls Stuart Appleby and really? says, Hey, Stewie, Tom wants to play some tennis. Can you play tennis? And Stewie goes, Yeah, I can play tennis. What are you talking about? He goes, well, Tom's in town and he wants to play some tennis. And Stewie goes, right, I'll play tennis with Tom Cruise. No worries. He goes, well, come over to our, to our, our hotel. We've got a tennis court up on the roof. Anyway, this is so good. This is so good. So Tom Cruise is now playing tennis with Stuart Appleby. Australia's best golfer. Right? Yep, Australia's best golfer. And Nicole Kidman was the ball girl. <laughs> so... That's just, oh no! Stuart Appleby tells this story wherever he goes. I would have been hitting him into the net. He plays tennis. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing tennis with Tom, and Nicole is the ball girl. Imagine that situation. Do you, yeah. remember, do you remember the story when we were on SEM? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. What was the show called? Uh, the Run Home. God, it, was great, it was a great. It was a great. So show. improved. Still yeah. is a good oh, show. Still is a good show. Come on. Um, yeah, so, it's good. So, so, <laughs> so, do you remember DJ Generic? 
Yeah, he's we one of the greatest DJs in the history the great, of the world. So he used to be the undercard to Calvin Harris. That's right. In Vegas, four nights a week. Correct. Before he became a legend Before himself. Before he became a legend himself. So they go over, they do the they do the thing, and then Calvin would jump in the jet and they'd fly back home. And often Taylor Swift Are would you join joking? would join them because With Taylor DJ generic. Yeah, because Taylor Swift and Calvin Harris yeah, were, we're, we're going out together. Oh, we're getting we're getting DJ so, generic. So DJ we can get DJ Generic. We'll we, we, we get him on. So DJ Generic tells us that on many occasions they do the they do the gig. They finish at four a.m., five a.m. They jump in a jet. They be home by seven, and they go and have breakfast, or they go back to yeah. the, go back to Swift's or uh, Kelvin's house, yeah. which is a monster joint, yeah. and they cook up breakfast. He said many times they go back. They've been partying all night, and Taylor. Would cook them breakfast. Are just, you joking? What scrambled eggs? Taylor Swift would just cook them scrambled eggs. He goes, so I've, I've been at work, and then Taylor Swift, the biggest superstar, superstar in the world, is cooking bacon and eggs for. It's for, just outrageous. It's unbelievable. It's just ridiculous. It's la la land. Like that is just fantasy land. Fantasy uh, land. Hey, uh, talking about crazy stories. Later in the program. We used to have a segment, you and I, when we were at Macquarie Sports Radio, called Ridiculous Sports Stories. And what a name it was. One of the greatest Because it was. Well, it was. Well, well, they were sports, sports stories that were ridiculous. That's what it does on the board. Yeah. What about the bloke, uh, what's his name, the coach, he, he won the World Cup, we, Aloisi? John Aloisi. Can I tell you about his ridiculous story? You might think it is him making the shot to get us into the World Cup. No. That's not the story. That's ridiculous about this particular story. The story is he kicked that winning goal with his wrong foot. Oh. So for for you think about what was on the line, people go, oh, what a great story. There's John Lewis. He's kicking this thing. We're into the World Cup. He takes his shirt off, whips it around, blah, 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 blah. That's not the story to that story. He took it with the wrong foot. How's that? It's Unbelievable. Pretty, it's pretty impressive. So that's the sort of stuff we're talking about. And like the Stephen Bradbury. Oh, Stephen Bradbury, unbelievable. The Stephen Bradbury was unbelievable that he won gold, but it was, he shouldn't have even been in the final in yep. the first place because the same thing happened in the race in before. In the semi-final. <laughs> no one even knows that. No, they don't. Ridiculous okay. sports stories. So have you got one after the break for us? We've got one after the break. We've Do got I, one after the break. I don't know this one, so have you got it all set well, up? Well, I'll let this bloke tell it. Oh, we're going to get him on. We're getting him on. Oh, God, we, this must be a good story. Well, well, well. He's not a part of Hillsong, is he? <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we do some feedback? Can we do some feedback yeah, yeah, before yeah, we get feedback. to the break, please? Yeah. Uh, so some tweets to the editor. Uh, now, David White. Whitey. He goes, Oxen Marco, I don't know why you keep hanging it on Prince Harry. Plenty of people have ousted their stepdad and their stepmom <laughs> and half-brothers and sisters for being tool bags who <laughs> wrecked their lives. <laughs> why shouldn't Harry? Well, true. Uh, I still think he's a bit of a Judas. No, he's all right. Uh, Mick the golfer has sent this in. Okay. Uh, G'day, boys. Love the show. Keep up the great work. I was in my garage cleaning my clubs, my golf clubs yesterday, when I looked up to find an old duffel bag sitting on a shelf. Right. Sure enough. It was an old Ute bag. Bag of Ute? <laughs> bag of Ute. Got it as a gift when I purchased a bottle of Ute years ago. Didn't work for me, so I have to admit, I went straight to the Izzy Miyake. Definitely became yes. a go-to fragrance, Marco. Yes. All the best. Well done, Mick. Get ready to be happy, mate. Mick will be seeing more little twinkles in eyes around this country. If you wore Ute to Ute, did you ever go to, uh, if you I, wore Ute to Juice Nightclub in Ringwood, Never miss. So I, ne- oh, I never wore Yoop, but you I never did know. Juice Nightclub, I, I did know when my mates were on Yoop because it was a magnificent scent. Really? Yeah, it was. Did I you ever said- go to Juice Nightclub out in Ringwood? 
No, I no. never ventured out to Ringwood, oh, to tell you the truth. Yes? Yeah, good fun. Good place? Good, good Sawdust place. on the floors or anything silly? Yeah, at the end of the night, there was occasionally sawdust or two. Yeah. <laughs> you got one more? Uh, yeah, so this from Dargs. Marco, right. genuine 1970s prices for far north Queensland on the Smith's chips, $2.40 for a big packet. Oh, oh you're joking. That's good for Smith's See, chips. Uh, how many episodes ago was I talking about I paid $7.50 yeah. for a small bag, well, that's a big of bag. chicken chips? That's a big bag. And Don't tell me it's a big Doug. bag. He's in Port Douglas, so that's where you've got to get good value chips. Oh, yeah, if I'm going to go and get a bargain, I've got to Port Douglas. 170 <laughs> gram bag of chips for $2.40. Yeah, that's a good bargain. That's Thank the, you, Dugs. Well done, Dugs. Good job. Right, well, look, we're going oh, to get to this break. And unbelievable you, sporting story we're going to hear. Bolt yourself in for a ridiculous. See, unbelievable is used too often. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's why we've gone to a new level. Had to. Coming up next, ridiculous sports stories. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're having a couple of beers with a couple of blokes. This is Ox and Marco. And when you get a sec, we'd love you to subscribe and rate the podcast. Right, just before we get to ridiculous sports stories, just strap yourselves yep. in, folks. Can't strap wait. yourselves in. We missed a bit of feedback. Now, from Shags. Now, Shags used to caddy for Peter O'Malley. Is that the Shags from the Lilydale yeah. Footy Club? That's right. Yep. Shags, that's right, from the Lilydale Football mm. Club. We were down there yeah. and we had a great time. We what did. A, what a fantastic little ground it yeah. was as well. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, so, Shags, I effing love your pods. Really? Yeah, I think he's talking about our podcast. Oh, okay. Driving around on my own, making me laugh my ass off. There Good you on go. You, Shags. Oh, Shags. Yeah, you know, Shags was cat- catting for Peter O'Malley when Peter O'Malley beat Tiger Woods. You're joking. So, Pom Pom from Tita Green was unbelievable. From our little circle, he putted like uh, Helen Keller. From our tiny little circle, <laughs> from our tiny, from our tiny little circle here, yeah. at a couple of blokes, couple of beers, we know. Three or two people who have beaten Tiger Woods oh, no. three times. Unbelievable. That's ridiculous. Good on you, Shags. That must have been a good We, we should actually get Shags Come on, on let's one get day this, I want to, hear to this talk rid- about a ridiculous sports story because anyone who beats Tiger Woods in match play is ridiculous. I want to hear this ridiculous sporting story. Who have we got? Who have All we right. got? Who is it? His name is Greg Ditton, and everybody calls him Biscuit. Oh, Biscuit. And he has a ridiculous sports story. G'day, Biscuit. G'day, guys. How are you going? Oh, Biscuit, we're in, I'm intrigued. Where do we start, Biscuit? Biscuit, tell us this story because Marco has given us no details other than you're not going to believe this ridiculous sporting story. Okay, I'll take you back. Um, it was in 1992. Oh, good year. I was, uh, I was 
21 uh, years old and it was uh, the year it's a basketball story back back in 1992 the Melbourne Tigers were the biggest thing in town that's true in they the were. NBL Andrew Gaze they were in. yes they were selling out games at Rod Laver Arena playing against the Melbourne Leonard, Magic Leonard back Copeland in the day. was playing yep yep they yes all the stars. Well, in 1992, they lost the finals. Mm. Because they were so popular and playing so well, the colleges in the United States in the Pac-10, which was in the California, Arizona region, invited the Melbourne Tigers to come over to the preseason so that they could have some uh, good hit-outs against some quality opposition. So end-of-season trip for the Melbourne Tigers. And um, I... Knew some of the players. Who'd you know? Andrew Gaze is a mate of mine. No. Wayne Rattler Peterson, who's the who's the court announcer. He's a good mate of mine. He was on the trip, so uh, off we went to the United States. Uh, well, they uh, they had a spare uniform. Robert Sibley wasn't on the trip, and they threw his uniform in. <laughs> and on the last game of the trip in uh, at Arizona State University, come on, they said uh, Dits. Why don't you suit up and sit on the bench? <laughs> uh, and never played a game of basketball in your life. Never played a game of basketball in my life. Five, five foot seven on my tippy toes. Could dribble it with a flat hand. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You were slapping it instead of pushing it down. I was slapping it down, slapping it down. So I put uh, I put Robert Sibley's uniform on. Yeah. Uh, Tucked it in, and you could only see half the number on the back. <laughs> Walked out uh, with the players out onto the stadium, 15,000-seat stadium, oh, live no. on television in Arizona. You're joking. Don't tell me you warmed up with Then him. we start rolling. Well, first of all, it was the uh, the gift exchange. So, well, wait, hang on, hang, the, hang, uh, hang, on, hang on. You can't shoot and you can barely dribble. How'd you go in the warm-up? Well, I missed the first few layups. <laughs> yes. uh, then I... <laughs> <laughs> then I uh, I tried to do a few hook shots. Uh, <laughs> what were the boys doing? What was Gaze and Copeland doing? Were they laughing? Well, Andrew Gaze uh, back then was a very serious man in 1992. He was just laughing and shaking his head. <laughs> um, oh, Warwick good. Giddy, Warwick Giddy was uh, having a good old laugh. Yeah, Dean Vickerman, Dean Vickerman, uh, the, uh, the coach now, now the uh, great coach of the of the Melbourne United. United. He yep. was. They were all. Uh, it was a great laugh. It was a, it was a really good trip. But the intention was never to get on the court. The, the intention was to sit on the bench. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, the, the crowd uh, must have sent something was going on at this stage. Well, uh, in the college games over there, they have the big bands that sit behind the bench. Yeah. And uh, and the bands, it would have been about 50 or 60 in the band. They looked at me and they thought something's not going well, – this, this looks like it could be – Make-A-Wish Foundation or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they started chanting 52, 52, 52, 52. 52. Every, time, uh, every time they'd chant, I'd get up and walk over in front of them and stretch their hammies and do a little bit of a stretch. <laughs> When they came to to do the national anthem, we all lined up on the court and uh, I was looking a little bit out of place. The national anthem came on. They started playing Waltzing Matilda. (laughs) (laughs) I roused the boys up, so we sang the national anthem. You Live sang on it. TV over the we sang it over the top of Waltzing Matilda, and uh, we were having a great time. So the 
The Tigers were playing well. It was in the second half, late in the second half. Tigers were up by eight points. Warwick Giddy hard fouled one of the guys and got fouled out of the game. The coach, Al Westover, looked at me and says, Ditch, Ditch, no. you're on. No, you're on. no, no, no. Straight, I didn't know whether or where you had to go through an interchange bench or what you had to do. <laughs> I had the, you know, the rip-off uh, tracksuit pants. Oh, you did. The you did, did you do the big rip? Ripped, rip, ripped them off, right, <laughs> left it, nearly tripped over. <laughs> This is so good. Fifteen thousand. So, so I've gone onto the court with six point three seconds remaining. Hang on, the band had to be cheering your name at that stage. You had to. Have- Everybody was cheering. Nobody could believe that this guy was about to make his debut <laughs> in college basketball in the United States. Oh my god! Live on TV. So without ever went- playing a game in his life. Never. Didn't touch the ball. <laughs> didn't, didn't get, get a touch. touch. <laughs> didn't get a touch. But the boys <laughs> the boys reckon it was that obvious that I wasn't supposed to be playing, that if I had a touched the ball, I would have been fouled into the Arizona Regional <laughs> Hospital. <laughs> oh, uh, because it was, it was a bit of an insult. But, uh, no, that was, uh, that was my crazy oh. sports story. Debut for the Melbourne Tigers. Did they cheer you off? Did you get up on the shoulders of Copeland and Gaze and did they cheer you off like Rudy, Rudy, Rudy? <laughs> a bit of Rudy it, it, it wasn't quite the cheering off, but there was a good mention in the rooms afterwards about my uh, debut game. Oh, and, and, of course, so uh, Gaze, he went on to do uh, – he went on to do – he was inspired enough to uh, play for the Spurs after that, win a championship and uh, Are you inspired? Carry, the flag for, <laughs> carry the flag for the country. Uh, Warwick Giddy was inspired to have children, and look what happened there, uh, Josh. You've inspired that team onto greatness. <laughs> yes. Dean Vickerman was inspired to coach. I've got the best bit about this story. <laughs> what is this? He's got video footage of it. Oh, you do not. So we are going to get not. this on all of our socials. Have you got it? Really? Yes. Oh, that is so good. That is oh, awesome. Well, that is one of the greatest stories I've ever heard. To have never played a game of basketball, to go over, suit up, to be a part of, you know, folklore. Not make a layup in the warm-up. Yeah. Tapping, slapping the ball. To win the crowd over Rocky style. 52, 52, 52. <laughs> and then to get your chance and then to be so unselfish not to touch it. Yes. In the last six seconds, Incredible. you, my friend, are a true team player. <laughs> it's on, the video's on your phone. It's on your phone. Unbelievable. Now. Thanks, Biscuit. Good Biscuit, you're a start. Now, for everybody out there, this is a new segment, clearly. Now, if you know somebody who has a ridiculous sports story, yep. get in touch. Get in touch with our socials. You might. We want to hear it. We, we want to hear what happens. We need it. We need that sports story. Good fella and a true story oh. and I can't wait. I haven't seen the footage, so I want to see the footage. Well, talking heroes because he was generally a yeah. hero. Um, yeah. We've got a little bit of homework we need to cover off. Oh, yeah. I've got a Ricky Ponting update for you, okay. actually. Can you give me a Ricky Ponting so update, So I've been in touch. He's back from India. But he told me, and he told me with, uh, you know, the oh, sort God, of voice... He's moving that, house now, is he? No, Ricky's, Ricky has a serious voice. He said, okay. mate, I just need a little bit of quiet time. I just need I just need some time to relax and get my head in order. But he promised me that he would come on our podcast at the Brighton Hotel and it's going to be his last hurrah there watching okay. the Greyhounds. All right. I've got an update of Heather Mackay. You've made contact. She's not speaking to us. Why not? She won't speak to us. My people are speaking to her people and her people are saying that she won't be speaking to us. Well, I'm never speaking to her ever again. That's I, it. In fact, it's over. In fact, I am 
boycotting squash. She can get Nick. I'm never going to another squash event as Over. long as I live. I hope she loses her next game. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's in trouble. All um, right, well, now, that's it. Now, Cross Kevin Bloody Wilson, Roddy Rude. Yeah, they are more than likely to be on within the next month. Are they primed? Uh, Kevin Body Wilson was more friendly than Rodney. Right. Uh, I, I would say Rodney was rather rude. He did want to feed. Did he? Um, are they, are they going to bring it? I don't want to mind if they're going to go through their old stuff. No, I no, want no. some new <laughs> stuff no, I know from you Rodney I know you want their Kevin. new stuff because you want to use it. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm about, sick of their old stuff. What about uh, the great white nudist? Uh, the great white nudist? Have you got him coming on? Uh, I have tried to make contact. Uh, but unfortunately, with everything that's happening around Liv, uh, he's just in the fetal position. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> just he's at the he's moment. wrapped up with dollar bills. Um, Daniel Ricciardo, where are you at with Daniel Ricciardo? I don't think Daniel Ricciardo was on my list. I think he's on your list. Is he? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll chase him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was on your list, Ox, actually. He was yeah. on my list. Yeah, yeah. Ricardo's well, you on your on. list. I know I want to get him on. I want to get Michael Jordan on too, but I want someone else to do the heavy lifting. <laughs> you, can't, you can't just bark out names and expect someone to pick up your heavy lifting. Um, can I say I've got a name coming on in the next uh, three weeks? Well, how big? Uh, biggest, The biggest name in football, Aussie rules. Lee Matthews. Bigger. There's no one bigger than Lee Matthews, is there? If I mention anti-inflammatories. Um, I think I know who you're talking about. Okay, who is it? Kuda? No. <laughs> Oh, who? Wayne Carey. Wayne Carey. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've got to get him on. So the Ducks going to come on. So Ducks got his own right. podcast, and we're going to do. We're going to. We're going to do. We're do going to help sim- each Simultaneous podcast, so we can share a share simultaneous from. podcast. And, and we've got Ooh, some. Has that ever been done? And he's going, he's going to tell some stuff that's never been aired before ever. Really? Yep. Ooh. Okay. We can you, go anywhere, and you, and you can take that to the bank. Oh, and we can go anywhere. We yep. can. We. we all yep. trails lead yep. to duck. Right. Yep. Hey, speaking of banks. If it looks like a duck. <laughs> hey, speaking of banks, you were going to, you had some homework too, Marco, which was to pay a window washer $5 um, at a traffic light. Yeah, I haven't, well, I haven't seen many window washers. I, have, I, I saw one the other day and I actually gave him the Tijuana. What? You got yeah. nothing? I, I, wiped, him. I wiped him off. I was just, I wasn't in the mood. Yeah, no, I haven't seen one for a while, but uh, no, I'm still not happy giving someone five bucks for wiping my windows. Yeah. I give him 50 cents. That's all that tells me. 50, 50 cents? Come on, 50's not. Mate, if he gets 50 cents at every light for an hour, the guy's going to make 20 bucks. That's almost minimum wage. It's pretty good. <laughs> and. Oh, yeah. He's yeah, not paying any tax on that 50 cents. Just help a, help a young washer out. Uh, only if he's juggling something. If he's juggling something, it's half a chance. Fire. 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 All right, Marco, can you remind us about this competition? That we are going <laughs> yep. to take people out to lunch. How's it work? Well, you've got to get in touch with our socials, any one of them. Send in a joke. And if your joke is picked by you and I, then you and a mate will be coming to lunch with us. It's very, very How simple. That? Very, very simple. Last week too. This is the last week. This is oh, the, the last, last week. week. That's right, it. So this is the last week. It's the last week. All right, send them in, please. Are we doing the judging uh, in next week's episode? Can we um, do it on air or do we have to do it off air? I reckon we'll do a bonus pod where we uh, choose the winners. Righto. So we're we, do a bonus pod. Do can, a couple, we'll do it in a couple Can of we tell the jokes that just missed and laugh at those guys yeah, for not yeah, coming yeah, to yeah, our lunch? Yeah, we can, we can, we can. We certainly can. That's not very good. All right, guys, let's spin the wheel. All right. Come on. All right. What's the topic? 
He's let on the basketball joke. You're joking. <laughs> what? All right, let me hear. Who keeps on putting these categories in? I'll find uh, one. Got... No, oh, it's my turn, right. isn't it? No, no, you're still on a two week ban. This what? is your last ban. You've got two weeks for plagiarism. Kevin Buddy Wilson's now looking at suing. <laughs> you don't want him to take you on. No. As long as he's. Hey, Santa Claus, you. <laughs> All right. Um... Come on. All right. What do cheerleaders drink before they go to a basketball game? I don't know. Root beer. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh. No, we can't. No, we, can't. <laughs> we can't. We can't do that one. No, we can because they root. Yeah, yeah they root. root. It's American. They root. It's not like an Australian joke. It's an American joke. You got Where's your mind, Dad? What are you thinking? Your mind's in the, gutter, in the gutter all the time. Oh, they root. On. That's what they do in basketball games. In the they root for in the Arizona. I'm the voice of reason here. <laughs> I've got another joke, just in case. Go on. All right, just in case that one doesn't get through. It does. Because root beer is a good drink. Um, what do you call a basketball player that misses dunks? Go on. Alley whoops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Nice. Very, very good. good. Very, very good. All right, well, we'll see you next week. And, Marco, you're out of probation, so it's your joke. My joke. Next it's week. your joke. Right. Heather McKay's off our list. Yep. And, and Ricky Ponning just needs to clear his head. And I'll find Daniel Ricardo. Fantastic. <laughs> Oh, nice work, boys. Well done. Another great show. Live today from the Railway Hotel. And thank you to Ethan for the cold beers. Very nice work. If you enjoy the podcast, we'd love you to review it wherever you listen and share it with a friend or two. It only takes a couple of seconds and it's a massive help. We'd really appreciate it. Couple of Blokes, Couple of Beers is executive produced by Dan Bradley at Kaizen Media and sound designed by Daryl Misson at loudzebra.com. 